415 and shock a fucking Rooney. Some English cunt has got something to say about the show. Oh, my wife earns a quarter mil a year. Bullshit. Everything you talk about. Everything. Some English wanker. Oh, yes, I've done it. T, no, I've done it twice. No, no. Pish, 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 pish. Monitorium and all these English dicks, please. Put some skulls best. Called by a Scotch boy or a fucking Irish fella or a Welsh fucking anything. Get his English dickheads off the show, please. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ, cutting fuck. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, T. Simon. And I am Lance Wackerly. Happy Valentine's Day there, Wackman. It's a day late. It is a day late, but uh, I didn't, didn't talk to you yesterday, so I couldn't extend Valentine's Day wishes. True. You, uh, do you have a good one? <laughs> I haven't done anything yet. Did you have a romantic plan in mind? Because you're you're in a similar situation as myself. Like I I'm this is the first Valentine's Day I've spent with my girlfriend. This is our first Valentine's Day, and people who've listened to the show in years past know that I hate Valentine's Day. Wackerly Wackerly doesn't like any holidays. I think Valentine's Day probably is towards the bottom. Of, uh, uh, no, it's of just the in the general list. middle of how they're all pretty crappy. But we're both. Although in, I've never, no, it's never come out of my mouth that thing you always hear people, really bitter people say, "It's just a holiday manufactured by the Hallmark card company." <laughs> oh yeah, you, you found out the conspiracy, bro. Good job. It's sweetest day. Is, oh, is that's the other blatantly one. a holiday created by the Hallmark company? But <laughs> as if, as who who is buying their girlfriend a fucking card and not getting any sex? I, I don't know. Card. It, I don't even know the purpose of that. Don't, don't buy your girlfriend a card. That's all I'm saying. Valentine's Day has been around longer than Hallmark. So, yeah, St. Valentine. Yeah, I know. So there's a reason. So it's still saint of doing it. <laughs> that still doesn't justify the bullshit that we have to go through on that holiday. But anyway, I hate it. But we're both in the same, a similar situation where we have, you know, this is the first Valentine's Day we spent with our significant Not others. Exactly. Well, I, you know, I. I was wondering about that. I don't know if, like, my girlfriend, she doesn't seem like, she acts like, oh, Valentine's Day is not a big deal. Who cares? We can do whatever. I know if I just got her, like, a 12-pack of MGD and rented RoboCop, and we're just like, hey, no, this is cool. We can do this and get drunk and then fuck afterwards. I don't think she'd find that romantic. I think she'd be upset. She wants, like, you know, at least a dinner at the OG. Got to go get some breadsticks at the Olive Garden. Pump her up on breadsticks. Pump her up on breadsticks. <laughs> But no, that's hey, what I'm saying. You know, the, you know what the shape of this breadsticks reminds me of, huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. A Valentine's turd. Day, they act like they don't care about it, but they really do. You want to know why? Because it should be renamed Vagina Appreciation Day. Here's the thing, though. You didn't, you didn't ask why I was in a different situation than you because you don't getting, care about No, I was getting to that. I was, I was oh, you building, were? I was building up to it. Okay, why? Why? Why aren't we? Well, now you want to know? You'll point out the differences here. <laughs> because my girlfriend works at a fancy romantic restaurant, so she hates it more than anybody. 
Oh, I guess yeah, actually that's a good point. I forgot about that. She's a waitress. I mean, she works at the the complete archetypical. I've never been to a restaurant before, but I'm going to take my girlfriend to a so fancy it's like one. Yokels go to this fancy restaurant. Oh, that's Jesus not a Christ. chain, right? Yeah, they don't understand tipping. You know, they figure like, well, I think that was about worth two dollars what you did. <laughs> Regardless of the fact that they just dropped like two hundred bucks on the meal. But that's yeah. one of the reasons why I hate Valentine's Day is because you have to go out to a restaurant like that, and they probably no, have. They but they probably People have a prefixed menu. Will tell you not to do it because, first of all, they're they're overly crowded. Although the fact that it was on a Friday this year probably makes it more bit obnoxious. Better because, well, it's just that there the restaurants used to being busy on a Friday, so it's probably all right. But when Valentine's Day falls on like a Tuesday, the restaurant's not used to being busy on a Tuesday, so it fucks their system up, and they're just like they're having to make all this food that they wouldn't normally have to make. So the just food is shitty, the service is shitty. It's not a, you're not getting a good value for your money on Valentine's Day. But usually that. they have this prefix menu where you only have like because they're trying choice. to make, mitigate yeah. that, that problem. They're like, well. We have to make way more food than normal, but if we just make the same shit, that'll make it a little bit easier. It'll just be easier for the kitchen, but yet the price isn't any less. Oh no! In Why fact, they say it's astronomical. So it's like you're you're spending you by the balls. Yeah, but you're spending all this money to sit in a crowded restaurant to pay for for subpar food. Right. You know, with restaurant uh, fewer owners choices. love Valentine's Day. Don't get me wrong. I'm it's talking cash about cow. People. I'm talking about people who work at the restaurant. Hate it. But that's the thing. It's like so people. So you actually got extremely lucky here in this situation. I think also, uh, you know, your girlfriend, after years of working as a waitress, has probably just developed just a, a jaded crust oh, yeah, she's when it jaded. comes to Valentine's Day, which I can understand. Same with me. But I just feel most girls, the average girl, Valentine's Day is meaningful for them. And if you overlook it or choose to ignore it. You're not going to get any sex that night. You might not even get sex the next night. Well, you've had some crazy girlfriends that sort of gauge their own self-worth by how much they can make, you know, their boyfriend, i.e. you, D. Simon, like basically just make your life a living hell. Like how much you spend the amount of day for you, the better they feel about themselves. That's what I'm saying. It's like they're making you. You know, jump through hoops here. The more of your perform. money that you're spending, the more of your time you're expending, the more, you know, just shit that you're for being forced that to do. The type of lingerie you're buying them. It's just, they make you do this to show your appreciation for the vagina. It's vagina appreciation. If you're, if you're not Day, doing that, then, you know, what are they? Chopped liver. Yeah. Valentine's Day is a, is, is a woman's holiday and it's fine. But what was funny about that, though, is I was thinking about it. It's like I looked on Facebook and I don't remember who this guy was. Some, somebody, somebody that follows both of us on Facebook. But uh, he posted that he was upset because he got his girlfriend flowers and a box of chocolates and something else. And she's like, what did she get me? Squat. And so all these other guys were commenting on the post saying like, yeah, you know, my girlfriend, I got her all this stuff. She didn't get me nothing. And just all this. And you're like, because she doesn't have to. Yeah. Valentine's Day is a woman's laid? holiday. If you didn't get laid, then I can see there's a okay. legitimate complaint there. Well, that's why that's why we buy her these these gifts, these accessories, because we're just trying to show appreciation for the pussy, so we get right. to be inside the pussy. You, you got to look at those people's Facebook feeds, and you know, well, it's it's convenient that it's also this month. You know, have they also expl- uh, you know 
put forth disbelief that uh, there's no white history month because <laughs> it seems like the same thought. <laughs> the the same thought process, month. yeah. But you pointed out earlier, maybe these guys don't know about or just haven't learned about um, steak. Was it steak and uh, a, a blowjob blow day? Yeah. March 14th? Right. So steak and a blowjob day, that's the man's version of Valentine's Day. Well, somebody came up. I don't necessarily. I, I think that's. I think that's a bad. Uh, that's a bad. Sets a bad precedent, right? Well, especially for vegetarians. No, I, but I, <laughs> if you start telling girls like this is blowjob day, guess what happens every other day? It becomes no by default time. no blowjob day. Like it's not March fourteenth. Of course, I'm not giving you a blowjob. Well, that's see. That's one of the reasons why. Yes, Valentine's Day sucks. Yes, it's. Taxing emotionally and financially to go to a restaurant and sit through this this three course menu and have to deal with this the, the overcrowding and the uh, mishigas of dealing with it, but in the end, yeah, you get like a blowjob probably till completion. You, you know, you get to have sex in different positions. You might even get anal. It's because you're showing appreciation for the it. veg. Well, you don't, there's take, a chance. you don't take your girl out to a big fancy restaurant then try and get anal. <laughs> You never know, though. You never know. I mean, it depends. It just seems like not the right time. Depends on what you kind know, of just chocolates you get. Better a bunch of breadsticks and and uh, <laughs> they call that <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo. Unlimited Caesar salad. Probably not a good idea. No. Yeah. Well, who save knows? it for save it for February fifteenth, when she gets a chance to clean herself out. Well, anyway, my my Valentine's Day ended up working out for me fine. Took her to a restaurant. She liked it. Got laid. That's fine. So it wasn't in the end. It wasn't that big of a deal. I was just annoyed having to put forth an effort to celebrate it because the past couple of years I've been single and haven't even had to deal with it. Valentine's Day was just like, ha ha, you know, you 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 sorry men out there, have fun, have fun running around, try to please your wife, showing appreciation for vagina. All I do, buy her a couple shots at the bar. But this yeah. year, this year I had to go through the uh, the hoops, the hoopla. Valentine's Day. So if you didn't have to do Valentine's Day, Wackley, what did you do yesterday? Oh, I went and bought a motorcycle. <laughs> well, look at this. What a selfish, what a selfish bastard here. Selfish prick. I didn't even think You don't about even it. go so out, buy your girlfriend chocolates. I date on something, you know, the, the contract or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'll go buy myself. Is it a red bike? No, it's not red. My it's last red. motorcycle was red. This one's green. What kind of bike do you get? I got a British bike. In appreciation for all our fans, the only country bike. who actually appreciates us. Um, I'm hoping you get to this in a little bit, but is there a sidecar for me? No. You dick. We can arrange one. <laughs> you can ride on the back <laughs> or the handlebars. I'm just picturing this Wallace and Gromit scenario. You know, oh, you're Gromit in this situation. Well, I'm, well yeah, you know, I'd be in the sidecar because I don't oh. think he. I don't think Wallace would let Gromit drive. Did he? It's probably not legal for the dog to drive. Yeah, I don't know. He probably did other things to Gromit that I don't want done to me. I'm down with riding the sidecar, but that's about it. Yeah. Nobody had their girlfriend or wife in the motorcycle store on on, <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Is it Day, just so. a bunch of single men buying gifts for themselves? I think generally it's a bunch of single men. I, I think the, the type of guy who works at the motorcycle store, I mean, they're great, but they tend to be like uh, divorcees because <laughs> you know, they care about motorcycles more than their significant other although right. the guy who sold it to me was talking about his wife so i guess he's still married what about the uh the the average customer isn't it just yeah. kind of like a lot bros? of bros, a lot a lot of bros. Of le there's a special kind of like leather bro 
All um, white guys, I imagine. Oh yeah, all white. Come on, Are you kidding me? <laughs> in, so, in, in the far East Bay, yeah, all white guys. What kind of bike did you get? I got a Triumph. Ooh, it's a Triumph, Triumph. Bonneville. Triumph on Bonneville, brand new. Yes, it is brand new. Nice. Yep. Living the luxury. I think uh, aesthetically, Triumphs are my favorite bike. That's quite nice. Yeah. Like no. It. What color? It's green. A green it's Triumph a Bonneville. Stripe. So, yeah. are you going to let the lady ride on the back? You need a sidecar Probably. for that. No, she'll ride in the back. She doesn't weigh anything, so. No, my guess. I'm not riding in the back. I will ride in the sidecar. <laughs> You won't. You won't ride on it. Actually, I'll just answer <laughs> that for you right now. I'm, I'm past the days of giving guys rides on my motorcycle. So wait, what? Well, I'm, we we should have like a sick and wrong maybe calendar photo shoot or something with with the bike. Maybe can we rent a sidecar for that? When does the next T-shirt come out? Yeah, that would be that would be a good T-shirt design. Just wackily on the on the Bonneville. So what made you buy an English bike? Were you just trying to please the limeys? What's the deal with this? Well, the, yeah, that mostly turns just trying to please the fans because I've my life revolves around the podcast. Uh, I don't know. I had, a, I had a spreadsheet that had several models on it. I was looking at a Honda, but it was a little. I didn't like. It was a little too big for me. Um, not engine wise, but just the dimensions of it didn't fit my body properly. And then uh, is a Harley out of the question because those are big bikes too. Too man. Harleys are too expensive. Very masculine. Harleys are too expensive. And I think mm. they cost more to maintain. I looked at a Moto Guzzi also. Uh, those are kind of cool bikes. Kind of cool. That was a little too small. So, uh, and then, you know, some rice rice rocket. What about a Ducati? Things. No, too expensive. Plus, I already had one. Oh, yeah, you had a red Ducati. Right. So you wanted more of a street bike, though. I want a bike I can go, you know, drive to Utah and back. Which yeah, you can't really you, do that. You can't really do that on like a Ducati Super Sport. You can't take the Bonneville out for a twelve-hour ride like that. What would happen to your? What would happen to your testicles? They won't be in good shape. But you no, know. I've heard about that. Like people, I remember talking to Sleazy E, who uh, I forget what kind of bike he has, but some kind of crotch rocket. But he yeah. drove. He won't drive all the way down to L.A., and that's only like a six-hour drive because it hurts his willy too much. Well, like I said, like you just said, he has a crot- he has one of those rice rocket type things. Yeah, and you're like leaned over it. Right. This is not like that. So what are you just kind of laid back? You don't. I'm, but it's not like a Harley. It's not built for cruising. No, it's in between. It, it still hurts your like nuts. 19, it's made to look like a 1980s motorcycle, early 80s, late 70s. So do you have like uh, leathers for it, or do you have chaps? No, I'm gonna buy you... all that shit. So it's, you're gonna I'm buy chaps. A lot of money here. Spending a lot of money here. So if I can. Start advertising those T-shirts better, pal. <laughs> I think they people need to... Adam and Eve revenue was not up for for uh, Valentine's Day as much this year. So yeah, I know last year we uh, we cashed in last year. This year, Wackily can't even afford to buy accessory. You can't even afford to buy chaps for your bike because of the lack of people spending money. I'm, I'm not at, getting at Adam chaps. <laughs> what, what, what do you wear? Like, do you have an outfit that you need to wear for for when you ride? Uh, I should, but you know, I need to go, I need to go do some shopping clearly. But I'm saying what kind of like accoutrements do you have to have? Like what, what do you need? Well, you need a helmet. <laughs> you I have a helmet, obviously. Yeah. You need gloves. You need, uh, do you some need a vest? Vest would be, no, I'm going to buy, you know, some stuff. <laughs> but oh, you need like a leather photo shoot, but you need a leather jacket though, right? Well, they make, uh, uh, synthetics now. 
So you get a synthetic leather jacket. I'm not jacket. really that cool. Of a, I, I don't feel comfortable walking around in a leather jacket. But okay, we have a mutual it's friend just, who's a yeah. writer, and he has like a whole zip up suit, like a leather suit that he puts on and just zips it up. And yeah, I just, won't be doing that either. You're not even going to do that. So, so Wagner, what are you going to wear? Just like a, a le- brown leather bomber just, while you just, ride around your Bonneville? Just Google middle-aged guy motorcycle <laughs> outfit, and that's what it's going to look like. This kind of reminds me, didn't a movie? They make you know, like synthetic, you know, riding gear. Didn't a movie come out with, was it Kevin James or Tom Arnold and Travolta Yeah, and uh, Adam Sandler? That's exactly what I'm not trying to look like. Yeah, but it sounds like that's what you're going to look like. No, because they are. They, 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 they try, they're trying to pretend like they're in you know, the Hell's Angels, which that's not what I'm doing. Yeah, but you're going to be like a, a watered-down version of like, uh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, are you going to have a group of riders that you ride around with? No. You don't have any other buddies that have bikes? Well, maybe our pal, our mutual pal. All right. He's got a lot going on, though. He doesn't have time for me. Next time I come up there, I'll throw my moped in the back of the Prius. And there you go. We'll cruise around. I, right. I Personally, I think you need a sidecar for me. I, I think that might work a little bit better. Well, let's see how many T-shirts we sell this <laughs> month. Well, anyway, so are you still going to have to, even though your girlfriend, you know, did, you know, it hates Valentine's Day. She loves Valentine's Day because she works at a restaurant. Are you still going to do something special for the lady? Did you get her yeah, flowers? We'll do something tomorrow. Did you give her a little ride on the bike? Yeah, sure. <laughs> if that's the euphemism you want to use, <laughs> get a ride on the bike. When you do decide to do something special for your lady on Valentine's Day, one thing you probably should not do is take her to a, a zoo in Denmark. An animal jail? Not romantic. J- Zoos are not good for dates anyways. Why? I've, I've taken many girls because to you're gonna see like an animal eating its own shit, or you never see anything that like is gonna be it's gonna promote you know sexy time. You obviously have not been to the monkey it smells house. Smells like ass when a monkey's masturbating, gets yeah. the girl all hot and bothered. No, it doesn't. I'm joking. Actually, it never does. But Unless it is you're kinda... actually dating a, a monkey. <laughs> I think zoos zoos can work for you. Zoos can also work against you. Sometimes you can take them. Girls are like, oh. Well, you know, these animals are so cute. I can watch the penguins flop around and do all that. Well, next, yeah. Next thing you dating, know, you're... if you're dating one of those crazy ladies who's way too into animals, which I would re- recommend against to begin with, but if you find yourself in that situation, okay. Yeah, but the contrary is also possible. You can take a girl there and she's just like, this place is evil. Look what it does to these animals. These animals right. should be free. Yeah. You know, and that's that probably much more likely to happen. What, or single mom, dating a single mom, the zoo's probably going to work for you also. Well, then you can let their kids run wild while you, right. you know, you, you cop a feel, yeah. cop a feel in the snake house. I know. Yeah, you, you you're know? fucking her in the bathroom and her kid gets kidnapped. <laughs> Not end well. Right in front of the gray leg face man. Yeah. You can. Uh... He's got four legs and another one on his face. <laughs> it's a nice Mighty Boosh reference. I, I did love that whole first season of the Boosh when they're in the zoo, but that wasn't a I Danish the show zoo. Picked up more in the second and third seasons. Yeah, but I, I liked it because uh, Matt Berry was more intimately involved, wasn't he? The True. zoo owner. Yes, Dixon Brainbridge and, and uh, Rich Fulcher was Bob Fossil, the zoo director. Never could remember the names of the animals. Yeah, ah, I thought that was kind of funny, but that wasn't a Danish zoo. That was a zoo in England. In Denmark, they apparently kill animals in front of children. And dismember them and feed them to big lions, like the the, the big cats, lions and tigers. Did you hear about this this week? Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, so. Yeah, this this article, this story was widespread, uh, created outrage across the world. 
apparently there is a petition with over 100,000 signatures signed to try to save this two-year-old draft, healthy male draft named Marius from execution. Marius. Uh, didn't work out for him. Marius ended up uh, being executed uh, this past week in Denmark. And I think part of the outrage was because these photos were being dispersed online of uh, these children from a toddler age to like 10-year-olds watching this, this draft just be dismembered. And I think it's two distinct issues. There's, there's people who are outraged that children were present. Uh, and then there's the people who are just outraged that the animal is, was murdered. A healthy animal. Well, I think for, let's, let's deal with the second one first here. Thousands of animals are killed. In, thousands of zoo animals are killed in Europe every year. I think healthy people. Ones? Oh, healthy animals are they, They're called for um, genetic, to prevent genetic inbreeding. And they have their reasons to do it. I didn't. I didn't understand that. Because that giraffe is related to a female giraffe that's in the pen, and they and it might fuck it. Well, it's because they only have several. So they have a big hose. That's what you do with dogs. <laughs> well, they don't. Like, they in the U.S. You know, they would separate the uh, the males from the females. They'd also use some some type of contraception, maybe sterilization, to prevent that. But it they feel <laughs> what kind of contraception that like you fucking put a you can't put a condom on a giraffe uh, especially when it's not hard you haven't seen a giraffe magnum have you they're huge i assume that somebody <laughs> has the job of like it's like a potato jamming sack the the diaphragm in the female giraffe's pussy i think <laughs> that's a thankless <laughs> job a <laughs> just jam your whole arm in there no you i gotta think get on this giant step ladder with this fucking huge diaphragm that's like the size of a salad bowl i think they sterilize the animals in uh the u.s and then, you know, to prevent uh, 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 yeah. reproduction. But in right. the in the in the Euro in the European Zoo Union, I think it's called the uh, the, the ESA, not the Zoo Union. It's the Zoo Associ the European Zoo Association, EAZA, uh, the European Association of Zoos and Aquaria, ESA. ESA feels that um, you know animals need to reproduce. It's part of just the you know the natural order of things, and by preventing that. You're creating an un unhealthy environment. Right. You're disturbing the animal by, by not allowing them to live like a normal creature. But however, you're in a fucking zoo. How right. is that living normally? You're, you're, in a, you're in a cage. Well, but animals are really stupid. That's something that people never, never bring up, right? They are, they're always like, oh, the animals are in a cage. Eh. Yeah, but they don't fucking know that. You just paint like a like a like a African <laughs> field scene on the wall, and they're like, "That's that's fine for them." I think animals uh, are a bit more intuitive than that. Have, haven't you ever jaded. seen? Yeah, I was in the Berlin. Well, there's Zoo. the movie about the the fucking whales, but I'm not talking about whales. I'm talking about dumb fucking giraffes. Well, you never saw the movie with uh, what was it, the Madagascar? Oh, that right, giraffe could yeah. talk. You're right. And they escaped, and they went to Madagascar. It just like uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, it was like, uh, or I think the lions sound like Ben Stiller, but the draft sounded like Andy oh, right. Dick or something. But, yeah, in, uh, in European zoos, thousands of animals are euthanized each year, and for a variety of different reasons. But they say their job is to preserve the species, not individual animals. And I guess there's a philosophical difference here in the U.S. The U.S., we only execute or euthanize animals for health reasons or old age. <laughs> and, and but they'll sterilize and let them you know live out their lives. But in Europe, they're like, no. Why would we uh, you know what, why would we allow our zoos to be overcrowded? We're just going right. to execute the animal in front of children and then feed them to the big cats because that's the natural order of things. Well, what are they going to feed the big cats anyways? 
Uh, some zoos actually Cows, raise right? cattle, uh, but they they, well, they buy meat. They feed them meat. So, so they got to kill that. Well, who cares if they kill the cow or the giraffe? It's not like the giraffe is endangered, right? No, it's not. It's not an endangered species, but it's an exotic creature. So the world is outraged that this healthy animal would be murdered. Right. You know, the way they did it was actually kind of humorous. They, uh, I guess that... You know, the animal woke up that morning and they're like, hey, we got some rye bread for you, Marius. And rye bread's Marius's favorite treat. He's stoked. Bends down, lowers his head to eat the rye bread. Dude comes right, right up behind him and caps him in the back of the head, like execution style. Oh, I thought he was going to be like allergic to gluten. and die. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't die like a uh, privileged uh, white I, boy. I try and eat the paleo giraffe <laughs> diet. I can't eat this bread. <laughs> Yeah, he was uh, he was executed gangland style in front of kids, and then then he was dismembered into chunks and fed to the lions, and that's the best. See, part. I was hoping you were going to say that he got uh, killed uh, apocalypse now style, like he bent down his giant neck to eat the bread, and they just came in with the machete, like uh, just chopped, just hacked it off. The end, you know the end of apocalypse now when he goes after that bull. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, they they probably do that in zoos in China. But anyway, the, the, the funniest thing about it is they show this video with all the kids watching the draft being dismembered. And the lions, because it's right by the lion's cage, the lions are just watching it. Going nuts. You know, they're just watching it like, wow, what's going on over there? And then they mm -hmm. just throw this big hunk of giraffe in their cage, and they're just like, this is awesome. Probably the Tits. best day ever. You know, they're stoked. Tits. Tits. You're going to start thing. eating. It's tits. I should bring that back. Yep. But, they, you know, the Danish kids thought it was tits to see this draft being dismembered. Yeah. Kids don't care. It's their parents that get all worked up. And it, and it's specifically, uh, I don't want to go all Fox News here, but <laughs> it's the media elite, you know, people who live in New York City and L.A. that have, like, never been out of the city. Like, they don't understand that, you know, people go hunting with their children all the time and you, you know, skin the deer out in the wild and field dress it. And, you know, you go fishing and you fucking, you know, clean the fish right there in front of your kids. They don't give a shit. It's, uh, when I was when I was probably eight years old, maybe younger than that. Like my dad took me to my fr uh, his friend was, uh, you know, killing all these chickens that he raised so he could put their bodies in the freezer and eat them for the rest of the year. So you so just watched him off like fifty chickens' heads. That explains a lot, Wackerly. Really does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't explain anything because as a child, you just you're like, oh, okay, well that's where chickens come from. I guess those chickens are dead now. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think you became jaded at the age of what six? Oh. It just developed yeah. from there. My, my younger brother was there, day. so he would have been like four, five. No, I see what you're saying. Although, I think people, it, who, I, people who come from communities where there's hunting don't really give a shit that the kids were there to see this, and and you know, it's like, oh, fine. Well, that must have been. I, I've never seen a giraffe, you know, uh, slaughtered for for food. That'd be well, interesting. I'm glad those kids got to do that. Well, what's funny to me about this is that even the people in like liberals, you know, on the coast and liberal communities, they're they're they they perfectly they they they're, they're fine with cows being slaughtered, chickens being slaughtered. Well, they're sheep not even being they're, they're fine with eating cows and chickens, but yeah. I don't think they want to see that shit either. No, but but they but they condone the slaughtering of these animals they so they can eat them. You know, at Outback Steakhouse. But yet this draft... I don't think a lot of coastal media elites are eating at Outback. Well, but regardless, I, I think a lot of uh, liberals are like, oh, you know, I like a good steak every now and then. Well, what's that? Why is the draft's life more sacred than the cow's life? 
you know, it's who cares? It's a creature. It's, it's, it's another animal. It's it, because it's an exotic creature. It's not a. It's not a an endangered species. Like, why aren't we outraged? Why isn't there moral outrage that the cow is being killed? I know. Or the goat. The majestic cow. <laughs> the majestic and beautiful cow. Well, that that's the thing. This uh, Jen Sigurd here, the director of the uh, Alborg Zoo in Denmark, says all animals in zoos die at some point. Maybe zoos forgot to tell people that. Danish sociopath. But Isa uh, says five giraffes have been killed in European zoos since 2005. Not a big deal. In Copenhagen, they've killed 20 to 30 antelopes this year, a couple llamas, some goats, and some other animals. No one cares about the goats or the llamas. No. It's like, who cares the about the llama? goat is not good to eat, I will say that. Have you ever tried it? It's terrible. I've, I've never eaten goat. It's awful. Their milk, though. It's stellar. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, like this, this Alborg Zoo kills 15 animals a year, including Red River hogs and capybaras. No one cares about the capybaras. I think people, there's a moral outrage here what because a the giraffe is cute. It looks like, it's a, like a weasel. It's like a tapper. It's just a kind possum. of looks like a, a large rodent. Yeah. Like a big beaver. It's like a large <laughs> beaver running around. It's like a South American beaver. But no okay. one cares about that. It's like, eh, who cares? Capybara, kill it. That's yeah. not a big deal. I think people are all right with killing animals that are smaller. Is that? Right. I think it, you know what it is. I think it's a cuteness scale. You know, drafts have been in that movie like Madagascar. Cute, but uh, you know, like people put rat traps out and don't seem to get all up in a huff. Do people find cows cute? Maybe in India. <laughs> Some people fuck them. I don't know if that's a cuteness factor or just you know an inviting hole. Baby pigs. I guess yeah. uh, there are. This is part of the reason why there's so much criticism of this uh, the culling of animals in Denmark is. You know, people like Jack Hanna were like, well, why don't they give them to another zoo? Why don't we find this, you know, this animal another home? As if it's easy to transport a giraffe, like, from city to city. Like, what, what do you put it in? A very tall fucking trailer? Minivan. Cut a the roof minivan. off. <laughs> you make it, like, crane its neck down for, straight forward for a long drive? That can't be healthy. No, I'm sure there's ways to transport. But that's the thing. It is expensive. And uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's another reason why. Well, we already have six giraffes. We don't need another one. Come on. Take our our shitty giraffe that we don't want anymore. No, I don't want it. Why don't you just kill it like everybody else? They avoid selling animals in the open market because they they might end up in poor conditions. Oh, yeah, Yeah. like a Mike Tyson type person. (laughs) Mike Tyson with a tiger. But it it lends you to wonder, like, well, what are zoos supposed to do? Like, do, do you think Denmark... Was out of order here? Do you think it's? Do you think ethically they committed a wrongdoing by executing Marius? What if you gave your girlfriend a giraffe for Valentine's Day, <laughs> just with zero instructions or anything? Just like walk it over to her house. Here you go. Okay, here you go, I baby. Now I got to go to work. Now here's your giraffe. Did you see the beginning of Hangover Three? Did you ever see that? No, Remarkable film. Yeah. And then uh, Zach Galifianakis gets a giraffe, and it's just in the back of his pickup truck. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it doesn't end well for the draft. <laughs> but it makes you wonder, though, you know, what are you supposed to do with, uh, with, with, with zoo animals? This guy here, Will Travers from the Born Free Foundation, questioned, either, questioned whether the zoo's breeding programs contribute to conservation. You know, he wants uh, Isa's euthanasia policies reviewed. What are you supposed to do with these animals? You have too many. What are you supposed to do? Should, should we sell them to celebrities? Should, should we you give them to Angelina Jolie? Oh, like to starve them to death? Yeah. They should have a death area of the zoo. Which is for the dying, like the convalescent home. 
area. Like this no, is where. I just be like, well, this is what animals look like when they die. I'd go to see that. I mean, you know, you never see that kind of thing. A gothic zoo. You could watch <laughs> the animals die. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I still think it's disturbing to watch them being chopped up and fed to, fed to the big cats. Yeah, I think you might as yeah, well get them. Eat. How about give them a fighting chance, though? That, that's what I wouldn't mind. Like just put a, them in there alive. Like a blood sport, like a gladiator-style combat sure, with the animals. I'm sure the giraffe's like, oh, yeah, this is fair. <laughs> this, I, I might win. <laughs> I might be able to fight these this pride of lions. Okay, yeah. well, well, why not just put the giraffe up against something else that's like, you know. It's more equal. Yeah, like a couple of hyenas yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, even that. A llama. It's not going to end well. Yeah. You, you got a dying let's llama. Put another herbivore against it. You got a you got a dying llama against a dying giraffe. But what about like a giant tortoise versus the giraffe? That I mean that that's a toss up. That sounds like the most boring fight ever. Well, <laughs> how are they? Gonna, they're not even going to fight. Oh, we'll get them to fight. <laughs> Just tell the turtle, like you know, that he said something about him. All I'm saying, people, I don't, you know, I don't want to express an opinion one way or another. I don't really care about animals. But it's probably not a good idea to take your Valentine's Day date to a Danish zoo. I don't think any – and I, I would extend that to any zoo except for those couple, you know, those couple choice cases like the animal lover chick or the single mom. Generally, don't take her there. I say maybe just have your own heavy petting zoo in, right. the, in your bedroom. Yeah. You know, that sounds like fun. Just and just use gerbils, small rodents. I was, say, I was trying to think if there was ever a good time to bring any kind of animal into the bedroom, and really there isn't. Heavy petting zoo. Yeah. Get a rabbit, right? A cute little rabbit. People, this episode uh, four nineteen here is sick and wrong. Uh, you know the way the show works. Wacker and I talk about the most disturbing news items of the week. Uh, if we give you credit for the story. You can send them to us, sickandwrongpodcast.com or via Facebook or Twitter. If we give you credit, we will send you a sick and wrong care package. Uh, we got some good ones here this week. Uh, one story was, was particularly um, popular, sent in by probably at least 30 people. So we're going to get yeah. to that in a second. But first, here's a word from our, our sponsor, adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So the first story we got here came in from Sean. Sean says, thought you guys might like this. Seem right up your alley. I'm all into the tattooed and pierced and alternative model girls. But oh, this really? girl. Models? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody cares. But this girl brings it to a new level. I guess it wouldn't hurt her to lose a tattoo or two. Apparently, as she said, it's just skin. It grows back. Love the podcast. Not all the time it doesn't. <laughs> well, sometimes. Yeah. It depends. At least she's not losing a limb here. Love the podcast. Guys, always have crazy news stories to tell my buddies. Keep up the crafting, Sean. Well, thank you, Sean. It's good to know you're into the tatted and pierced chicks. You like oh, that, no, Wacker? No, specifically models. Well, I think he's oh, just... I'm into models. What kind of girls do you like? Models. Well, he's into huh. the model girls. He's, I think he's into tattooed. I, yeah. I don't know if Sean is banging models every weekend. Maybe. It's, the point is he's trying. 
We're all trying to bang models. Yeah. Good effort. Headline here. Woman cuts off a tattoo of her cheating ex-boyfriend's name with a scalpel and mails the skin to him after he told her he was moving to Alaska. But instead, she found out he moved in with another woman. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. So that, that's another point that's I want to bring up. a good breakup method. I'm moving to Africa. Really? Yep. Sorry, babe. Bye. And then she like sees you at Taco Bell like six months later. Uh, how was Africa? Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. 26-year-old Tors Reynolds found out her boyfriend of two years had been cheating on her. So she took revenge in a particularly gruesome fashion. Uh, Miss Reynolds was from London. She had thought that Stuart, Chopper May, his nickname's Chopper, broke up with her because he said he was going to move to Alaska to take his dream job. Uh, she even saw him off tearfully at the airport. Like, this guy's ruse... Oh, he went to the airport. <laughs> yeah, this guy's ruse was so elaborate. Like, instead of just telling her, sitting her down, being like, I don't want to be with you because I just don't like you. And yeah. I want the relationship to end. Instead of being honest with her, he created this elaborate fiction like he even went to the airport and had a and tearful goodbye airport. and like with her not even just like left the house and be like oh i'm getting in the cab to the airport now goodbye oh do you want me to come to the airport with you no it's too sad but i'll i'll see you off here he like actually goes to the airport with her that's amazing do you think like she walked over to this like the security gate with him and he like had to get a ticket <laughs> yeah. and get through right. the gate and then hide at like the you know the sparrow pizza yeah the Wetzel's pretzels. The Wetzel's pretzels, and then escape when she left and just take a cab and go back home. Right. It's an expensive breakup. Yeah, it's a ridiculous excuse. Why not just be honest with her? Well, she felt she thought that he was really moving to Alaska, and uh, but she found out, you know, a few months later, or actually a couple weeks later, that instead he had moved in with a woman he'd allegedly been having an affair with for six months, and he still lived in the same town. But he just moved into her house. Hmm. Uh, this did not sit well with uh, Miss Reynolds. She was not happy about this. Do you think she was calling him? Like, oh, hey, how's Alaska? Well, it's pretty great. But, you know, time difference. It's uh, 3 a.m. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she called him or, or what she did. But uh, she got the words. So she, she had a tattoo on her forearm. The words "chopper's bitch" hmm. tattooed, classy lady, on her on her forearm. We'll, we'll post a picture of it on the on the website because you know this tattoo is a constant reminder of her doomed relationship. Uh, she took a scalpel to her arm and she removed the tattoo and then sent the uh, severed skin to him. It took an hmm. hour and a half to carefully slice the skin from her arm. This, you know, I think this is why. This guy couldn't sit the girl down and tell her. Yeah, her, I'm starting to see up. the problems in the relationship already. Yeah, any I'm woman. To see why a guy would go so far to be like, "Yeah, I'm moving to Alaska." Don't you think he probably sat down with his mates and was like, "You know what, dude? I don't love her anymore. I need to break up with Tors." And his mates like, they're all like, "Oh yeah, you should break up with her, but she's gonna fucking murder you. She's gonna cut your dick off, mate. Right? You, know, you need to be very careful." Well, I don't know. What do you think? I think what you need to do is buy a ticket. Say you're moving to Alaska. Buy a ticket. Go to the airport. Have her go there so she can see you leave. 
Right. And then just go the back. The only way. Yeah. That's not, I, I'm surprised the guy didn't get plastic surgery and just get a disguise. Like wear the Groucho Marx Fake mustache. Yeah. yeah. Fake mustache. Just wear that around town. Um, Hello. <laughs> I'm not your ex-boyfriend. Um, my name's not Chopper. <laughs> it's Chooper. It's Chooper. It's Chippy Chip. <laughs> It took her an hour and a half to carefully slice the skin from her arm. She then used a pair of dissection tweezers to peel the skin back. Oh, Jesus Christ, the drama. Afterwards, she put the remnants into a jar, wrapped it up with a bow, and mailed it to him. She even tracked the package so she could know that Chopper received it. Oh, you got to track the package. She says, I can't imagine what his reaction was. I just wish I could have been there to see it. Yeah. Um, she said, I mean, what do you, what, what do you, what, let's say now you're trying to date this girl as a new guy. You're like what, what's that scar on your arm? Oh, I had my ex-boyfriend's name tattooed there and I cut it off and mailed it to him. Like, goodbye. That'd probably be a deal breaker. But what if, uh, you're like, what's that tattoo? Why does it say chopper's bitch? I probably would be concerned about that too. A little bit. I'd want her to get it covered over with a unicorn or something. Yeah. Like dolphin. Um, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I would want her to get it covered over with. How come there hasn't been a Dolphin Lundgren tattoo? I think you just gave away one of our genius ideas. I think I just gave away Wackerly's new back piece. Dolphin Lundgren. I like that. Just a big well, dolphin, like a with dolphin, dolphin with his face. Dolph Lundgren's face. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like that should be your new. And get it like. Seems kind of disgusting. <laughs> at least two feet long, just swimming in the ocean with like. No, no, jumping out of the water for sure. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, okay, jumping out, yeah, breaching the, the, the ocean, Dolph Lundgren's face on it. Dolphin Lundgren, I like that. How are you going to tell it's a dolphin, though? It's just going to look like a fish. The body will be a dolphin. Yeah, but a, a dolphin's body looks just like any fish's body, right? Maybe. You can make it blue. I'm sure they could, I'm sure they can add details. Make it blue, like there's no other blue fish. Maybe give it the porpoise nose. Like the People are going to be nose. like, why do you have a tuna with Dolph Lundgren's face on it? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> it's a dolphin. Dolphin it's a Lundgren. Dolphin. dolphin Lundgren. Get it? It's a Get fucking it, pun. <laughs> oh, it's about- like a tuna to me. Its tail's going the wrong way. It has gills, mate. Why didn't you put a blowhole on it so people could tell it was a dolphin? I told the tattoo guy, but he fucked it up. Could you get Jean-Claude Van Starfish like under like in the background? No, that's not a good, as good of a joke. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. It's just, it's just a company. All the 80s action stars as sea animals? Marine animals. Yeah, that sounds good. Miss um, uh, Reynolds here says, removing the tattoo was definitely uh, closure. I like to get things over quickly, and I always delete someone completely out of my life. Yep. A hell Psycho. of a deletion here. You she could have is... just not gotten his name tattooed on your arm. I mean, I know you're a tattooed chick. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's she big... had to do it, right? Because oh, I'm a tattoo chick, Chavy mate. And Chav. Th- of course I'm going to get my na- his name tattooed on my arm. This is, that's why I kind of feel for Chopper. Like, I, you know, at first when I read this, I'm like, really? You had to go to Alaska and lie about this? I can kind of – he was dating a complete psycho. She right. said – I got the tattoo of Chopper's name done as a surprise, as a gift for him. <laughs> she said the inking was on my forearm, so whenever I lifted my pint glass, all his mates would see it and be amazed. Yeah, they were amazed, all right. They're amazed at how insane you are. Yeah. I'm sure they're just like, Jesus, dude. Chopper's bitch. I wonder what's coming up now. And, and, and plus, it just sounds so, you know, like, it, it just sounds so strange. Like, what would you do? 
if your girlfriend she should have just, just tattooed instead of ripping her skin off she just should have just tattooed a oh you mean oh, put choppers a bitch in between yeah, yeah that would have been great why didn't she do that maybe the words are too close together well no you just put it on the end choppers a bitch Chopper's a bitch. I, I guess I'm imagining that it says chopper and then bitch underneath it, but you're right. Maybe they're ran together. Yeah, but you could probably do that. Chopper's a. Yeah, you do the little carrot, you know, the editing carrot. Yeah, and, and have on an A top. on top. I'm, I'm surprised. You'd think that'd be less painful. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't she think has tons uh, of tattoos. She doesn't ma- mind the pain of being tattooed. I don't think she fully thinks things out. She sounds like an impulsive individual. This very morning. impulsive. If you look, you'll Orange see a picture of control. her. She's got like uh, her whole face is tattooed. Chopper knew what he was getting into when he uh, when he first uh, had sex with her. Um, you never fully know, though. You're always like, hmm. She seems kind of crazy, but I wonder if she's a full on psycho. And then you have to date for like six months, and you're like, yep, she's a full on psycho. Well, what's funny about it I'm too? Alaska. Is it says here that uh, they were they were together for like six months. She got the Chopper's bitch tattoo, and then all of a sudden Chopper became distant and stopped answering her calls and messages. So he was trying to do the fade That's away. That's the greatest breakup method, yeah. The slow fade. Slow fade. It's not going to work with the psycho. It doesn't really work when you're an adult. <laughs> that works for – you have like from about – 15 to 25 years of age to where you can pull that shit off. Yeah, you know, I think it works when you've gone on a date with a person or two dates maybe. Well, who the fuck even has to break up with somebody you've gone on two dates with? Well, no, but you can you do don't the... even, They don't even need to do a slow fade. It's just like, no, I never called her back. Yeah, well, that's... That, yeah, that's... I mean, but, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, you know how, like, people would, you know, in the beginning, the courting ritual, like when you're on OkCupid, you're texting back and forth, you're sending funny Facebook messages and shit like that. You just slowly just stop doing that. Yeah. You go on a couple of dates, you stop. That, that's kind of, you I mean, just fade that away. Of, if, that kind of, if that person has a problem with that, you're like, oh, why, why aren't you not answering my shit? And be like, because I don't like you. I don't even know you. Shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, you don't even have to like worry about hurting their feelings at that point. But once someone fade to me is like when you're like, fuck we've been dating kind of for like a month or two and i'm just really not into it and then you like try and get away with the slow fade yeah you can do the slow fade i think for a month or two but when you're at six months six months mark and she's got the tattoo of wackerly's bitch on her arm i i don't think you can do the slow fade yeah no you can't not as an adult that, that was my original point like after 25 you just you can't do that i think what you need to do that's that's how you turn girls into psychopaths we're trying to do the slow fade when you're like 35 I think what you need to do is call the girl up and say, I just got my dream job offer to do pipeline work in Alaska. I've been dreading giving you the news, but I'm moving next week. I'm going to lay some pipe into a different girl. <laughs> An Alaskan <laughs> pipeline. Yeah. Um, that's what he told her. And uh, there's a tearful separation. Next thing you know, he got a package in the mail with a bow on it. And it was a piece of skin that said chopper's bitch. Would you keep it or would you throw it away? I'd throw it away immediately. I don't know. I think I might keep it just to show people. See, but now you're a psycho. Yeah, but it's, that's just such a weird thing to get. How often are you going to get a piece of skin in the mail? I'd be like, what the fuck? You want a piece of skin? I'll give you a piece of skin right now. That says Chopper's bitch on it? No, I won't. Well, I could write it on in Biro. <laughs> I just went British there for a second. In Bic Pen. I just, I don't know. I'm just going to get a sunbird, peel a big piece of skin off, and I'll write D's bitch on it and give it to you. Is that what you no, want? No, it's not the same thing. It's pretty much the same it's thing. It's not a tattoo that's been on a woman that she got as a gift for me. 
That that is probably the most. Uh, I mean, it's probably the most psychotic uh, psychotic package you'd ever receive. Hmm. I don't know. I probably would throw it away. Yeah, you would. Who knows? Or it's maybe gross. I might re-gift it though. Yeah, to P Town. <laughs> What's up, your sister. I probably regifted to somebody. Who knows? Anyway, there you go. Don't date psychos. What do you have here for the second story, Wacker? This is a kind of a. These are all like Valentine's Day themed this week. Yeah, this is. came from Megan on Facebook, and um, it's a story about two ladies. <laughs> One is 38, which is my age, for a couple months. No, not even a couple months. Shit, less than a month. Fuck. Her name's Vicki Lynn Morgan, and uh, this is in Spartanburg, South Carolina. The Burg of the Spartans. Spartanburg. Yeah. And she was having some fun with this guy, uh, Christopher Turney. Uh, No indication of his age, but I think he's probably around 50 because his estranged wife is 49, Pamela Lynn Turney. And she was looking for her estranged husband at his parents' home in Spartanburg on Sunday night, according to a Spartanburg County Sheriff's report. So she goes over to her estranged – what does estranged mean? Separated? I th- yeah, I think there's been a split. Don't like each other anymore? I think, I think it's a separation. It's not a divorce. It's not the divorce level If you live yet. together, can you be, be estranged but still live together? That's what I'm wondering about. Like when you – okay, you decide to be estranged. Don't, both parties have to be complicit in this. Like you, ha- you need to discuss yeah, that's, that's a good with question. your wife and you need to say, okay, we are separated now. You don't could stay – like, Could you be like – Hey, baby, what's going on? Can I get some uh, roadhead here? And she's like, I'm estranged from you right now. You know, all pissed off. Don't you think you'd move out, though, but you wouldn't get divorced yet? Like, you'd get your own apartment and decide if, okay, this is awesome being single. I'm liking the estranged life. But when you're estranged, I mean, <laughs> when you're estranged, are you allowed to go have sex you know, with, with, other, with other women? With strange? I think you are. And do you mean like morally? Because there's no law against adultery anymore. There used to be laws. Against, I mean, it used to be illegal to have sex outside of marriage, right? Or, or have sex while you are married is to somebody it an, else. Is it an adulterous act, though, when you're estranged, when you're separated, and you're having sex outside of your marriage? I think it probably technically is, but nobody really cares except for the person you're you're cheating on. Yeah, but what about the divorce lawyer if it ended up coming up in uh... – <laughs> Isn't no, that? Don't trial. all these states have no fault divorce? I mean, it's just like, yeah, he was fucking somebody else. Well, she's a bitch. That's why I was fucking somebody else. And they're just like, okay, well, let's split all this crap up. Yeah, what if there's children involved? Custody hearings. Well, yeah, that's a. I don't know about that. Alimony. It's, it's like, well, no, look, he was having sex with all these women. Well, it's also going to look bad because you weren't just fucking somebody else, but you're actually, um, you are. Let me find the quote here. You're naked, smoking pot. Drinking liquor and having anal sex. Wow. The pot thing is not going to look good in divorce court. Well, anyways, so she's she's looking for a strange husband, which can't be good, right? She's looking at him for him to, like, bitch about something, right? That's what your strange wife does when she's going over to your, your parents' house looking for you. Like, where is that asshole? I got to give him a piece of my mind. 
or yell at him because he like you know put my bras in the washing machine or something. But was it their house that they shared? They coexisted. No, no, it's his, his house? parents' house. Okay, so she went over. She went over unless to the bitch she lived the, unless they all lived in his parents' house, which I don't think so. I think he was at his parents' house. The, although I, I saw pictures of that. Imagine taking somebody to your dad's house and fucking her in the ass. <laughs> like, like were his parents home? I was this not. his childhood home? Like, was this his bedroom he grew up in? Yeah, with like footballs on the sheets, <laughs> probably. Empire Strikes Back poster. He, you know, he's fifty and he's bringing a thirty-eight-year-old lady back to his parents' house to to fuck her in the ass on his childhood <laughs> bed that's shaped like a car. His race car bed. This guy does not have it together. He's sodomizing this thirty-eight-year-old while drinking and smoking weed. Like a long-term girlfriend, and you're like going to visit your parents or something, and you're having sex in the bed. I'm always like, this is weird. My parents are like right over there, (laughs) a couple walls away, and we're just banging. Yeah, that's disturbing. Have you ever banged somebody on your parents' bed? I I never. I've never done that. Um, I have had sex in the basement of the home. No, no, I, I have, I'm saying in. I feel, find it weird, but yes, I have had sex in my parents' home, but I've never, I don't think I've ever banged somebody on my parents' bed. I, I wouldn't do that. Why would you do that? Yeah, I know people do. Yeah, but what, what do you get out of that? I don't even think. Well, I think it's like, like you, your parents are gone on vacation. So you bring your girlfriend back to their, you know, big house and eat all their food. And then because they have the best giant bed with like you know, a hot tub on the deck or something, you're like, oh, we'll sleep in my parents' room and we'll just fuck in their bed. I think it's people that, like, just don't think about anything or the kind of people who are like, this is totally cool. I'm totally maintaining an erection thinking about my mom sleeping here. Could you fuck on your girlfriend's parents' bed? No. What about her grandparents' bed? Maybe. Because <laughs> then it's – now it's getting, like, weird. It's generational. Well, no, now, now it's so kinky that you're like, eh. i just don't like i don't like it in the back of my mind thinking like god your parents rut on this bed this is disgusting (laughs) they've got all all kinds of weird tchotchkes like a picture of your girlfriend when she's eight just staring at you while you're fucking her (laughs) does this make me a pedo yeah but that's that would definitely contribute to delaying the orgasm it's like these humble figurines i don't have that problem anymore i don't know about you but being 38 you know, I, there's more times where I'm just like, I'm not going to come because I think I had too much alcohol. No, I, you know, I, I do. There's, there's times when I'm, uh, I was just like, I got to think of something. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Not so much for me anymore. <laughs> Maybe if I like, haven't seen my girlfriend in like, you know, two weeks or something, but then it's like, I'm just going to blow it and we'll have sex in 15 minutes and I'll tell her, I'm like, I'm horny as fuck. And I'm just going to come. I just know if I was having when you, sex. When you've been dating a girl for a while, I mean, you can be like, I'm coming quickly, but you know I don't always come quickly, so it's fine. When you start dating somebody, that's when you have to be like, I hope I don't come too fast. She's I guess it depends back. on what you consider too fast, like 30 seconds. That's also a good point. Um, but <laughs> to say? <laughs> 30 seconds, that's a marathon. Just qualify that statement. But no, that, that, that's part of it, though, is I know I would have it. I would have difficulty maintaining an erection if I saw, like, my, my girlfriend's, like, childhood photos on the mantle. Or, like, a picture of her brother. <laughs> <laughs> a family photo, like her graduation pictures. It's just yeah. like, really? Or just yeah. weird parent or grandparent tchotchkes. And, you know, and like plus precious I just, moments figurine next to the bed. There's a level of respect, too. You don't butt fuck your girlfriend on your parents' bed. Her dad's CPAP machine. 
<laughs> you know that like anti-snoring device? Never mind. For sleep uh, well, apnea. anyway, so she's searching for a strange husband in his parents' house just, you know, to, like, tear him a new one about something. And eventually, and she knows what she's, you know what you're going to fucking come up on. She's like, eventually, I went into the bedroom. You hear what's going on in there. You know what you're going to find. You smell it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the smell of anal sex is unmistakable. Well, plus they're smoking pot and drinking liquor. I don't know how they're doing this all at the same time. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, so is she like smoking weed? He's drinking a bottle. They pass it back and forth. His dick is in her ass. And how do you know her, his dick is in her ass without getting right up in there? Well, yeah, I mean, she walks in. You could see him smoking marijuana. You could see him drinking a you know fifth of Jack Daniels. But she had to walk up there and examine which hole he is in. I know. I mean, there's no way Maybe you could he pulled you could out tell. and she was like, "Oh, you got poop dick." <laughs> I know where that was. <laughs> He's in Brown Town. Uh, somebody was in Brown Town. Um, so she walks in there, yeah, and she sees him doing all this. And Pamela, uh, sorry, not Pamela Turney, uh, Vicky Lynn Morgan, the ass fucky. I mean, you you got to give this guy. You got to like. I understand. You know this forty nine year old lady who's his strange wife. She's not smoking weed and drinking liquor and having anal with him. This guy, this girl he found's like a party girl. Yeah, it's no, fun. she's exciting. And so you know, she gets up and uh, she, beats the fu- she beats the fuck out of the estranged wife, Pamela, knocking her to the ground three times. God, insult Which injury. prompted Pamela to contact her daughter, which I assume is an adult daughter because her daughter uh, calls emergency services to the scene. Is Can this... you imagine getting that call as the daughter? Yeah, is this the daughter of like is, – is, is the man here the biological father? Doesn't say. Wow. Probably. <laughs> like, you're good for nothing, Dad. <laughs> this is visit in Brown Town and his, his, his hussy he was smoking pot with. This is basically a Jerry Springer show right yeah. here. But I, I just wonder, like, what, what do you think the daughter's like? Oh, God, Dad, really? Yeah, just, really? I'll call 911 and send him over to Grandma and Grandpa. It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> And you wonder, and you wonder why Ellen Page became a lesbian. Yeah, just men are good for nothing. Men are good for nothing. Just bad dudes, smoking weed, (laughs) fucking somebody in the ass in their mom's house, drinking liquor. Yeah, on your parents' bed. Lesbians (laughs) wouldn't wouldn't engage in that type of shenanigans. Your dad's fucking some whore on grandma's bed. God damn it. And the whore just blackened my eyes Yeah. after I discovered them having anal sex. Uh, can you come help me? You know, you met this girl like at the bar, like at like 2 p.m. <laughs> like and by like five, you know, they're back, you know, fucking she's he's fucking her in the ass at like 5 p.m. in his parents house. Happy hour, Bennigan's. And it's just like, yeah, let's just go back to, I got this place over here. It's just a few bucks. No, we'll go to my parents' place. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this woman is classy. Right. You know, yeah, she's, she's classy. Like, okay. I got some weed in my fucking Ford Escort. It's not cheating if you fuck me in the ass. And how is that going to end? It's uh, dirty. I mean, you're not going to like, you're not going to like pass, like, like fall asleep there. Like at some point he's got to be like. Well, we smoked the weed and drank the liquor, and I fucking cornholed you, so uh, it's time for you to get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine to say that, right? it's going to end with cleaning of the sheets, hopefully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just wonder, like, what it, I mean, 
Is this going to be an ongoing thing? Are they going to meet every Thursday? Oh, yeah. Happy hour I'm really interested in seeing more of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long-term relationship. So Slut. I imagine this is one way this is one way to become from to to graduate from estranged to divorced. You know, maybe maybe the guy This may, is not. They're not going to recover this marriage. Yeah. I don't know. Never pretty when uh your wife discovers you having anal sex with your with a with a trollop you met at Bennigan's. Never is. Anyway, people, uh, send your stories to Cigarette Podcast at uh, Hotmail.com. We've got a few phone calls to get to, uh, but before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls here. The Sigrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Here's the first call. Dan Lance. Um, First time caller, long time listener. Uh, I just had a fucking Sigrong fucking story happen to me. So I was at this fucking party, right? And this literally happened like fucking 10 minutes ago. And I went to drop my friend off, and this, this chick was like, yo, dude, like, come back to my house. I want to fucking fuck your dick. And I was like, all right, for sure. So I went back. Was he at like a party or something? Is he at Bennigan's? <laughs> Happy hour here with, uh, with, the, with the butt slut? <laughs> well, what girl does that? Like, yeah, I want to go with you and suck your dick. Fat ones. He's definitely, he's definitely having sex with a hog. It's a romantic Valentine's Day story. I guess there are some girls who are just, you know, nymphos, right? I don't think you don't go thinking that you're the only dick she's sucked this week or that night. I've or hooked up night. with a couple girls before, but I've never had a girl just, you know, blatantly just be like, "I want to go with you and suck your dick." Right. It's just that to me, that's a bit of a red flag. You might want to check for, you know, she has a block and tackle at that point. Something. My dick, and she fucking vomits on my dick, and that was the fucking worst thing that's ever happened to me in my time. Wait a second, she vomited on his dick, and was just fucking my dick, and she fucking vomits on my dick, <laughs> and that was the fucking worst thing that's ever happened to me in oh, my yeah. entire life. I'm not super drunk wrong. chicks. Okay, so this girl is. I just want to suck your cock. Completely wasted. You're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's believable. I mean, but, you know, it makes sense, though, too. It's like she's got this big flesh tube just being shoved down her throat. She's wasted. Right. You know, she's washed that thing for like a couple days. Yeah, but I mean, it's like this is how people make themselves puke by shoving their finger down their, you know, down their, down their throats. Tastes like a rancid beef jerky stick. Yeah, next thing you know, puke on your dick. What do you expect? And just fucking shower for like 45 minutes. That was crazy as fuck. All right. Keep the shit, keep it wrong. 
Uh, love this fucking podcast. You know, keep doing it. Uh, peace out. Is it that big of a deal to get vomit on your dick? It's a little bit gross. It's like hot. I guess it depends what she ate. Yeah, I guess it depends on the consistency of the vomit. If it's a lot of like unchewed pasta, that's kind of gross. Yeah, but I'm thinking like let's just consider the 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 assortment of things you could have on your penis after sex. Shit, blood, <laughs> vomit. I mean there's a, there's uh cottage cheese like discharge. I think vomit, I'd almost I I think I'd rather have vomit than the other three. Well, maybe blood. All right, I'd rather have blood than vomit, but I just don't just, think you got to take a shower anyways. The thing is it's all in your bed now. Yeah, that's what's kind of gross, and the vomit probably smells. Right. But if you had to choose, though, I'm just saying it's like this guy I think is probably young. If this is the grossest thing that's ever happened to him in sex, right. he's, he's never had sex with a, you know, with a girl who's had like you know, full-on diarrhea, like anal sex with a girl who's had, who's had diarrhea that day. I mean, you know? I've been single a lot during my life, and, and any of those times, if some chick came back and blew me and puked on me, I would chalk that up as like, sweet, I scored. <laughs> it's one notch. Yeah. One notch on the bedpost. It counts. Um, I, I just feel like there's other gross things that could happen that are way grosser than vomit. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, had, I've been to Brown Town and I've had that on my dick. That's pretty gross. I mean, imagine, imagine this completely likely scenario. She says she wants to suck your cock. She comes back, passes out before she sucks your cock, and then pukes in your bed anyways. That's way worse. Or, or shits your bed. You know, or either, shits your either bed way. Without, you know. But you never even got to score. Yeah, but then it's it's not on your cock. You know, I, I just it's feel worse. like it's on. You didn't. You also didn't get a blowjob. Do you think though uh, he like you know finished by the time she puked? <laughs> it's just a, it's like a combination mixture of puke and cum. I wonder if he's the type of guy that was like, ah, girl, get the fuck out. Like, do you think he got you know, just yeah, like freaked out on her? dudes. Or do you think he was just like, oh, my God, let me hold your hair. I'd be like, that's crazy, but thanks for giving me a blowjob. You know what? I went on an OkCupid date with a girl about a year ago, and she was telling me that's what gets her off. It's gagging, gagging on a guy's dick and then blowing, and blowing chunks all over it. Uh, yeah, over there's something wrong with her. And she said she, eat, she would eat chocolate chip pancakes in preparation to yeah. blow the chocolate chip pancakes all over his dick. Yeah, there's something wrong with that person. <laughs> a bored, okay, keep it relationship right there. I don't know, guy. Uh, I feel like you're gonna, you know, you're a young dude, and you're gonna have sex with more girls, especially drunk, inebriated girls. You're gonna have grosser substances on your cock in the future. You'll you'll oh. look back on this and be like, I wish this was vomit. While your whole like midsection's covered in diarrhea. <laughs> but don't. still, even so. You'll be covered in diarrhea, and you'll be like, I scored. You scored, though, yeah. <laughs> it's a Pyrrhic victory. Um, here's another one. Call number two. Hey, what's up, sick and wrong, Dean Lance? It's that guy from D.C. calling. I, I had to call today because uh, I had a couple sick and wrong events occur. Um, a lot of death, dying, and despair lately. Um, so, uh, uh I work in the nation's capital and sitting in my window as an office job and fire trucks and ambulance show up and uh, people come and gather around the windows to look. 
And one of my coworkers. I love how that happens. That happened just the other day. There's a big accident on the busy road like right outside my office. And like everybody just piles over to the window like, oh, I'm going to rubberneck. It's like a big yeah, well, thing. Better than the ones you do it on the highway and fuck up traffic. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love to rubberneck too, but I didn't even get up because I was just like, oh, what are you really going to see? You know? But people do Model that. Employee. I'm doing my work. That he just saw a guy collapse on the sidewalk, like directly below our building. We're on the third floor, so we could look down and see what was going on. And apparently this uh, big, overweight guy was walking out of nowhere, clutched his chest, keeled over, fell flat on his Heart face. Attack. And uh, they were giving him chest compressions and uh, loaded him into the gurney, and it looked like they covered his face face with the sheet. And uh, so the whole office just sort of watched someone die on the gurney. It's not like he was a coworker. Have you ever Did had that happen? Co-worker? A coworker die? You know, I was talking to uh, one of the VPs at my work, and she was saying that uh, they had a guy die of a heart attack there like a couple years ago. Hmm. And I was thinking about that. I've never worked anywhere where someone died. I mean, someone had – obviously, people had died previously. I just never had seen someone die on premises. Well, hmm. How weird would that be? It would be weird. I think you'd get to go home, which would be good. Do you think they let everybody go? I don't think our job – our job doesn't even give us off on President's Day. I don't think oh, they would just let make, Just make a scene. <laughs> just be like, bloop, 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 bloop. I just love Bob. Like, I need to see a counselor. And those be like, well, him. you should just take – we're going to cancel your meetings and you should just take the rest of the day off. I used to I'm get him. I might need the whole week. That's what I would do. I'd be like, I used to get him Starbucks croissants what every morning. Do? I mean, if they're like, no, just take the day, but you should come back tomorrow. Just be bawling when you come in. They'd like have to send you home again. It'd be great. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often with all the, you know, excessively overweight Americans that you, you know, in this country. Surprised more people, especially with all the stress that they have. And a lot that, of stress. I'm surprised more people aren't just like just keeling over and dying at your office. Then you go look at their screen and they're like jacking off to porn in their cube. <laughs> it's like Pornhub. Yeah, their, their entire point, uh-huh. their entire history. He had a heart attack because he was jacking it. <laughs> Makes sense. Which was kind of crazy. And uh, I had to work late, so I was staying at work till I don't know, 8 o'clock or so, a little after 8. And, and I went to take the employee. metro home. Yeah. And I get on the metro, and it's sitting, and it's holding, and it's holding. And then they announce why it's holding. Turns out at DuPont Circle, the train struck someone. Interesting fact. It only kills the person about 60% of the time when they get struck by the train, so it's not a great suicide method. Yeah, usually, I know, not, not that many people actually die from being struck by a train. No, you really have a reason to kill yourself, <laughs> but you can't because <laughs> you're too crippled. And I, that's somebody I would hate for the rest of my life. It's like, you just delayed my commute. I know. Three fucking hours, you I'm selfish your prick. your body's smashed to pieces. You're just going to be mangled and fucked up for the rest of your life. But I don't know what happened to this particular individual. Uh, people were just pitching about having to wait on their commute home. Uh, and it went on for a while. It took about an hour to get home, and it normally takes about 20 minutes. But someone got mangled or lost their life, so I think we can all spare 40 minutes. I don't know. I didn't. No, I can't. Didn't no, think I didn't. it was the end of the world. But, uh, go fucking put a gun in your mouth and stop disturbing everybody else's life. Yeah, like go swallow a bunch of quaaludes and drink a fifth of Jack Daniels in your right. bathtub. Jesus. So that's that's exhibitionism. 
They want to yeah. like they they what they want to do is they want to like you know but disturb other people's lives so people can notice them. Right, because they correctly have assessed their life that nobody gives a fuck about them. And you're right, nobody does. No one does. But no one cares. Like, no one gives a fuck about us either. Now, because they're going to be sitting in their cars. We for have to. Three hours. Uh, two, two possible deaths in one day, and uh, things come in threes. So, knock on wood. I'm hoping, uh, hoping I make it through the night okay. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Love the bullet bourbon. What is this guy? The harbinger of doom. The grim specter of death. People just dying all around him. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen people die. I've seen, you know, I saw uh, someone, if it's not like I was walking home from work, someone had died on the street. Usually it was just a homeless person. I mean, that <laughs> happens. See someone yeah. covered a sheet. Uh, I think after Great loss. a few years ago, after the podcast, someone got shot. Remember right after you left, right outside my house? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that happens. It wasn't me, though. But I've never had anyone die in the office. No, never in the office. Yeah. You need to work in like an industrial setting. When people just or get construct. I bet you construction up. workers. Oh yeah, there's always a construction worker yeah. dying. Or uh, did you read a? Did you read that story Buried about the, alive in a pit that collapses? Did you read that story about the guy that got uh, uh, sucked into the wood chipper and lived? Yes, I did. Yeah. Just what does he look mangled. like now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lots of little pieces. Just mangled. Uh, here's the last call. <laughs> oh, oh, this thing's on. Okay. Uh, hey, Dean Lance, what's up? It's Cringer again. Uh, just thought I'd call and tell you I just had the most amazing experience ever. Uh, I live in, like, the most buttfuck area of Alabama ever, and I hate it with a passion of a thousand fiery burning suns. Have you but anyways, always lived there, or did uh, you move to this shitty, a, shitty area? Yeah, I wonder. It sounds to me that he grew up there, and he's just lived doesn't there. doesn't have an just, accent, though. That's a, good, that's a good point. He doesn't mm. have he an must, accent. He might be one of those people who hates it so much that he's, like, you know, got rid of his own accent. I wonder if he went, to, like, he grew up there, then he uh, went to school or something somewhere else, and he had to come back. Yeah, maybe. But anyways, uh, we have a couple crackheads roaming around, but not that many. They're kind of few and far between, That's but I did complaint. see one the other day. That I wish I were in a metropolitan area with a more very diverse group of crackheads. <laughs> I just wish there were more crackheads to look at. You know, yeah, that's it's all you, right. We've got a couple. You don't get I comic guess. relief in uh, buttfuck Alabama, apparently. Uh, he wears a, I guess you could, like one of those big bulbous baseball helmets, but n like pretty much nothing else. He just wears that He's naked with a baseball. Maybe helmet. underwear sometimes, but he runs around. And uh, the other day, that guy is entertaining, actually. <laughs> Most crackheads in uh, San Francisco are fully clothed because it's cold. I don't want to see a dirty crackhead's cock. It's not that funny. <laughs> I would prefer or or it's not soiled that funny underwear. And you run the risk of him coming and touching you with it. You know that he's just crawling with hepatitis. Right. It's like a dirty pigeon. He was uh, singing that song. Time is on my side, and it was. Perhaps the funniest thing ever, because uh, the person in front of me in traffic threw French fries at him, and uh, rather than getting pissed off, nice. he just simply uh, kind of got on his hands and knees right in the middle of the road and started eating French fries. Uh, just thought I'd let you guys know that. Uh, have a good day. What would be funny is if one got caught in his wiener and then, like, pigeons attacked. <laughs> how would that ever happen? Because pigeons love the French odds. fries. Yeah, but how is that? Okay, if someone throws some fries, how is it going to, like, just one just lands inside your your, your urethra? 
Well, no, but he has a fucking dirty homeless dude bush that's like all gross and has gum in it. It gets stuck in there. They just attack his bush. Yeah. I like how this guy just experiences so much pleasure and merriment from seeing this homeless guy eat fries off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, it this is, is funny, the world though. that we've come to. It is it kind is. of funny. Um, I remember when, as, a, as a young boy, we used to throw Wendy's Frosties at, uh, at the homeless and other people, too, that were just walking on the street, like Hessians walking on the street. Mm-hmm. You just, Did you, you ever know, get your shit kicked out of you? Almost. I, one time uh, I threw it at a, this guy that was on his 10-speed. And uh, he was a big guy too, like some triathlon-looking guy. And I just threw a, a – we drove by and I just threw this frosty and it nailed him in the back. And this dude just wanted to beat the shit out of us. He was I mean I would find you. I, I would memorize your license plate. And would, you, would you track them down? Even yeah, if, but, but, but that's the thing though. You're like this 28-year-old triathlon guy. What, are you going to beat the fuck out of a 16-year-old kid? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't give a fuck. Just a teacher. But I mean you're probably going to go like, to they, jail. They assaulted me. It doesn't matter, though. My life. Yeah, I mean, you could probably report them to the cops, but if you're, like, in a public area, like, we're at the mall, you find us, and you just beat the fuck out of us in front of everybody, yeah. Yeah, you're going you to jail. Everybody would, everybody would fucking cheer. You'd have Frosty all over you. You'd be like, they threw Frosty on me. Sorry, I had to fucking stomp that guy's fucking That warrants a beating. I would... Humor. You know, I would feel that, it, that that beating is completely warranted, and those kids are going to learn a lesson, a valuable lesson, but unfortunately, you probably would be imprisoned. For assault. Nah. Misdemeanor, you know, a battery on, on a minor. But sixteen? He'd be like, I thought they were eighteen and I was I was scared for my life. You know, if uh the, the, that guy that's currently on trial for uh shooting that kid for listening to loud rap music. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> if uh had he thrown a frosty at him, do you think he he would have deserved it? Oh, I think he did deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you walk up to the Seven Eleven and some fucking jack off is like cranking bass out of his car and it's deafening and you can hear the whole car shaking apart and you're just like, fucking asshole, turn your goddamn radio down. This guy just, you know, did whatever he wants to do. Yeah, but I, I would pull up Michael Douglas falling down and just be like, I'll shoot you, I'll shoot you I 10 times. Because there you are going to go to jail. But I mean, I understand and I'm glad that the guy did it. I'm not glad that the kid died. Well, he won't be annoying anybody with his rippity rap music. <laughs> his thug music that I hate. Um, you you really shouldn't be throwing French fries or, or Frosties. Well, why not just hand it to him? You know, because <laughs> then you have to touch him. I guess I'd probably toss it. It's yeah, like feeding the it. wildlife. Yeah, don't get close. <laughs> Um, people can call Sticker on Hotline, 206-666-3846. Remember, the best way to listen to Sick and Wrong is via iTunes. Just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, subscribe to the show, rate. Uh, we, recently, we recently got a really good comment. Um, we need some more. So uh, please, help out the show, listen to Sick and Wrong via iTunes, and uh, we'll, we'll love you for it. Also, the best way to advertise your preference for this podcast is to go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store and buy a sick and wrong logo tee. And if you get one right now, we'll send you we'll send you a six pack of the They Live stickers. So just go to the Sick and Wrong store, buy a logo tee, get some stickers, put the stickers on the homeless guys that are running around naked. Don't don't throw French fries at them. Just put a sick and wrong sticker on their back. They'll appreciate it. Um, finally, sick and wrong song of the week was sent in from Gus. Gus says, hey, guys, I've been listening to the show for quite a while, but I've never given any feedback. 
It's good to hear from you, buddy. Here's a song for you guys to play if you like it. It's a 1980s band from Argentina called Sumo. The singer, Luca Prodan, was an Italian. He went to school with Prince Charles in Scotland. Then he lived in London for a few years, got addicted to heroin, moved to Argentina in 1980 because heroin hadn't reached the country yet, kicked the habit, stayed clean by means of two bottles of straight gin per day. I don't really know if that's staying clean. Uh, which killed him of psoriasis in uh, 1987. Anyway, here's a charismatic guy, and the band still has a cult following down here. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Gus. So we're going to end the show here with um, a band called Sumo. Forgot the name of the song. Let me see. What's the song? Oh, the song's called Fuck You. That's, I should have remembered that. Um, thanks, Gus, for saying that in. People, we'll be back next week with episode 420. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night. goddamn rants with that only on this hotline but uh you guys come on let's get it back screw this new not new to anyone else but me but screw this new fucking email or voice box thing you're like uh it used to just be like please leave your message for it and that was it. You're like, holy fuck, am I leaving a sick and wrong message? Or am I leaving a message on someone's fucking answering machine? And dude, that was prime. Assholes, that was prime. Like, I kind of wish I'd left a bunch of those messages on other people's answering machines. They would have woke up and be like, whoa, I'm glad I didn't have the fucking night that asshole did. But either way, D, Lance, I love you. Kill me.